If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. everyone, it's John Hagedorn, and this is 1001 Stories for the Road. We're a proud part of the 1001 Stories Network, and we like to think of ourselves as caffeine for the curious. When Bill Haley's Rock Around the Clock got knocked off their number one spot on the record charts in 1955, by Mitch Miller's Yellow Rose of Texas, jaws were dropping all around the music world. It was no surprise the Texans, who had adopted the historic song years ago, but it woke up the public conscience and the halls of debate as to just who the Yellow Rose of Texas was and was this a slur. The man who wrote the song obviously was crazy about her, and Texas history pretty much credits her with helping to defeat Santa Ana at the Battle of San Jacinto. Her real name was Emily West, and she was a free woman of color, of mixed race, and born in New Haven, Connecticut in 1815. At the age of 20, she was contracted to James Morgan in New York to work as an indentured servant for one year in Morgan's Point, Texas, at the New Washington Association's Hotel as a housekeeper. Several months into her year of indentureship, on April 16, 1836, West and other residents were kidnapped by Mexican cavalry and she was forced to travel with the forces of General Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana as they prepared to face the army led by Sam Houston as they sought to avenge the loss of the Alamo. And she was in the Mexican camp on April 21st when Houston's force attacked. The Texans won the Battle of San Jacinto in 18 minutes. According to legend, Santa Ana had been caught unprepared because he was otherwise occupied with West, who had been tipped off by Texas spies to see if she could delay Santa Ana by any means necessary. No contemporary accounts indicate that Santa Ana was with a woman at the time, but the story was recorded in the Journal of Englishman William Bullard in 1842, who was told the story by Sam Houston during the steamer trip. After Bullard's diary was published in 1956, Amateur historians began to expand the tale, with Henderson Shuffler suggesting that West fit the description of the girl in the then-popular folk song, The Yellow Rose of Texas. The story continued to grow, with many references to West's beauty, as the legend took hold by the 1986 Texas sesquicentennial. After the Battle of San Jacinto, the real Emily West wanted to leave Texas, but the papers that declared her free had been lost. Major Isaac Moreland, commandant of the garrison at Galveston, vouched for Emily in her application for a passport. 
and might have done a few creative things with her name. Emily returned to New York and Morgan's Point in March of 1837. One of those listed as being on board Morgan's schooner from New York was Emily West de Zavala, listed as the wife of the interim vice president of the Republic of Texas, Lorenzo de Zavala, and grandmother of Adina Amelia de Zavala. As the story goes, the widowed Mrs. Lorenzo de Zavala had returned to New York in 1837 at about the same time as Emily D. West, although West de Zavala returned to Texas in early 1839. Researcher Denise McVeigh suggests that the Emily West of the Yellow Rose of Texas legend was Emily West de Zavala. There is no contemporary or primary evidence that Emily D. West and Emily D. Zavala were the same person, but where there's smoke, there's fire, as history detectives will tell you. Here's a version of the song in the public domain so newcomers to the song can identify the tune.
Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. The earliest known version is found in Christie's Plantation Melodies Number no. 2 a songbook published under the authority of Edwin Pierce Christie in Philadelphia in 1853. Christie was the founder of the blackface minstrel show known as the Christie's Minstrels, not to be confused with the new Christie Minstrels from the 60s. This was the first version of the song I ever heard. There's a yellow rose in Texas that I'm going down to see. No other soldiers know her. No soldier, only me. She cried so when I left her that it like to broke my heart. And if I only find her, we never more will part. She's the sweetest little rosebud that this soldier ever knew. Her eyes are bright as diamonds and sparkle like the dew. You may talk about your clementine and sing of Rosalie, but the yellow rose of Texas beats the bells of Tennessee. This song became popular among Confederate soldiers in the Texas Brigade during the American Civil War. Upon taking command of the Army of Tennessee in July of 1864, General John Bell Hood introduced it as a marching song. The final verse and chorus were slightly altered by the remains of Hood's force after their crushing defeat at the Battle of Nashville that December. And the last verse for them was, And now I'm going southward, for my heart is full of woe. I'm going back to Georgia to find my Uncle Joe. You may talk about your Beauregard and sing of Bobby Lee. But the gallant hood of Texas, he played hell in Tennessee. So we part with a belated thanks to Emily for her part in helping us win the Battle of San Jacinto. If it's only legend, it's still a darn good one. She was also tough, and she made it through some pretty rough times. Thanks for joining us at 1001 Stories for the Road. Be sure to catch our other three shows. We put all the links you need in the show notes for you. Meanwhile, 1001 Stories for the Road really needs some fresh reviews. If you enjoy the show and the episodes we bring you every week, stop by Apple iTunes and give 1001 Stories for the Road a review. That really helps us in the rankings. Thank you. That's it for today. We'll be back soon at 1001 Stories for the Road.